0: Fires over the middle, intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. No! Not possible! Not possible! What is going on in right field? There's like seven or eight balls coming in here. Well, I take that back. There's about 40 this. balls coming There are in balls here. coming from all over the place. Left field, center field, right field. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man.
1: This is the Super Bowl. Dish from the Den starts now.
2: Welcome back, Jaguars, to Episode 9 of Dish from the Den. Today we have Mr. Seeker and Aaron Flam joining us, and we are going to be interviewing Coach Huff and Matthew Sarza. Coach Huff is a Canyon View JVA football team coach. And Matthew is a
1: running back for JVA.
3: Yeah, I'm really excited uh, to be back, boys. How are you doing, Aaron? You were off last week.
1: i um, good. I just I had, a, had some complications, but I'm back now.
3: Back, you're 100, percent or what's so? We, we had you on the on the list as probable today.
1: Uh, well, the probable probability was I, I sprained my ankle badly, so I couldn't make it.
3: Beautiful. Hey, but you got checked out. Trainers cleared you. And we're good yeah. to go. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's good to be back, boys. It's good. Uh, I'm excited to talk to Coach Huff and Matthew. I know their season just wrapped up this week, and uh, it should be fun. Coach Huff is a coach for candyviews View's JVBA
2: football team, and Matthew is a player for JVA. How are you guys today?
4: I'm doing good. Doing well, thank you.
2: Well, let's get right into it. Uh, I know your season uh, got cut a little short this week, but... Um, but how was the season it was pretty good
4: for you guys oh well, yeah it was, it was definitely a very fun season for us
0: glad we got I'm very glad we got to have it I mean there's a lot of doubt uh, over the summer that we were gonna even play football this year so just very very happy and very glad that we, we we had a season that we got to compete this year coach how did you
3: manage that like not knowing going into the season you know up until what like, Early August, really. You didn't even know if you guys would be playing, and then you kind of get a short preseason. Like, how did you? How did you communicate with the kids, and and how did that whole process go? Uh,
0: no stress, and 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 that's exactly what we did. We we were just honest and upfront the entire time. Hey, we may here be here tomorrow. Uh, we may not be tomorrow. It's, it's it's kind of out of our control. But if we get the opportunity to be out here, let's make the most of it, and let's uh, let's abide by all the rules, and regulations they put on us we can't have i mean like there were a lot of times we were out practicing and we weren't allowed to touch a football I mean, we couldn't do anything with a football we were just we literally went out there on the field in 110 degree heat and just ran you know and we tried to make this we tried to make it as fun and exciting together and and uh and bond as best we could as it come together as a team
3: matthew for you what was that like did it add any more i guess uh emotion to this season knowing that like hey i don't know if we're going to play Two games, six games, ten games. You know how did that go?
4: Um, well, it was very nerve-wracking for me, I guess, because I have friends that go to other schools and I see how their seasons were getting canceled. So when I was going out there, I was just trying to appreciate it and trying to not take it for granted. Um, I try to play practice and play every game like it was my last, because it could have. It was a. Uh, it, it was just a very Difficult experience, I guess, but it was it was
1: fun. It's good to appreciate the little things in life. Yeah. Oh, this one is for you both, um, Coach and Matthew. How did COVID affect you overall in training and games overall?
0: Oh, I'll go first. So overall, um, I I I think you know I I feel like we've been really flexible with it. So I think it. I mean, like, it's one of the things that we we strive in uh, in sports in general or in comp- competition is look. We're going to adverse things are going to happen. We're going to have challenges, and we're going to we're going to have to cope with them. We're going to have to roll with it. So, like, COVID was just another challenge in life. It was a challenge for us, and we just went with it. You know, we we looked for the best in the. We looked for the best possible situation we could have at any given moment.
4: Uh, yeah. So we we were uh trying to be as safe as possible but it, at the end of the day we only get four seasons of football so even though this one was different than any football season I've ever played we try to make the best of it
3: Matthew for you was there ever any concern that you would sit out the year like were you worried about health at all or were you going to play no matter what if they gave you the green light
4: I was gonna try to play no matter what. as As long as um, as long as I felt safe, and as long as I knew that I wasn't a risk to anybody else, I was gonna play.
1: Um, Matthew, um, for each game you ever play, what was your mentality every game? what What gave you the mentality to win out there and get get out there?
4: Um, I mean, it's always the priority to win, and it might not always go that way, but no matter who we're playing, no matter how good they are, no no matter what the situation is, it's always to win. So I I always try to stay competitive.
3: And coach, I know for you, you've coached before in the area, but this is first year, you're new to Canyon view, obviously new to the program. What, what it's been like, what's your, now that you can look back seasons over, what did you think first year?
0: uh this is my 20th year coaching football uh I previous stints at independence high school and obviously at Agua Fria high school for the last 14 years uh so at canyon view it was this was a new this was a this is a very new experience for me i came from two established schools obviously independence opened up in 1977. Agua Fria high school opened up in 1956. so coming to a school that was brand new a brand new program brand new in its first year of varsity Uh, football I I certainly had seen it and made observations of other schools when they did it I saw Desert Edge open I saw Verado open um Valley Vista uh, Willow Canyon so I'd seen it before I know what they I I watched the experiences they went through and I I knew it was going to be challenging for us I knew it was going to be new I knew that uh being the JV level we were going to lose players left and right and we did we were we were pulled from both ends. We were pulled down to the freshman level. We were pulled up from the varsity level. So I'm I, mean, I don't think you could ever prepare yourself for what we were going through. We just knew we were gonna go through it and just <laughs> let's see how it works out.
3: And do you feel like overall this season was a success? Like what you accomplished your goals as a team or you whatever you had going into the season?
0: Um there are like I said, this is my 20th year coaching. Uh and there's probably when you think back, there's uh I think when I reflect back on the on the coaching years, there's probably five incidents that will bother me. And unfortunately, uh or or, or not fortunately, this is one of the years that will bother me <clears throat> because I uh I felt there were two games this year that we definitely would have been successful on if we just executed. And when your team doesn't execute, that that's all my shoulders. I mean what what did I do wrong and what did I do incorrect and this was something that will, this is something that will haunt me the rest of my life the Willow Canyon game and the Possum Butte game mm-hmm. why we didn't execute to put ourselves in a in a position to win and that's 100% my responsibility and I will never forget that that will always be on my shoulders
3: Yeah that will I was at that Willow Canyon game it was a good game back and forth and it was a kind of I guess got away a little bit at the end but it was it was fun to do Matthew what about from you like Going into this season, I know you played on the uh, freshman or JVB team last year. What were your expectations going into this season, and and did you accomplish those goals? Um,
4: well, I really have a like a team team expectation, I guess. My goal was just to make sure I developed along with the rest of the team because it is junior varsity. We are striving to be varsity players, so. I think we did develop in that aspect, and uh, I think we all still can grow. But I think we, and I think we
1: achieved growing as players. Um, Matthew, um, how far do you want to go with football? How far do you want to be go? Like go to college, D one division. What do you want to do?
4: Yeah, I definitely want to play in college, but I'm going to go as far as it takes me, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I I'll. I've been working all summer and I plan to do it next summer and the summer after that. Uh the goal is to always get better.
3: You're playing basketball still, right, Matthew?
4: Or is yes, that- I am, yeah. And so which sport do you like better or um I like them both. I've both been playing I've been playing both sports since I was a kid, so I don't really put one in front of the other.
3: Coach, have you ever given Matthew a hard time? Like about hey, you need to focus more on football or anything like that, or is he uh, – you have good relationship uh, with Coach Arona and, and everything and all that's on the up and up?
0: Yeah, here's here's a trivia for uh, – here's a, here's some useless information. Uh, Coach Arona and I both started teaching in the Glendale Elementary School District, uh, and we were both coaches together at Independence High School under uh, Coach uh, Kelly Moore. So uh, I, I, love, I love Coach Arona. Um, I, I love him a lot. I've, I've known him for 20-plus years, you know. Uh, as far as Matt goes, about uh, Matt is a tall kid. He is very athletic and he has beautiful hands. And I look at Matt and I'm thinking tight end all day. Like immediately, I looked at him and I said, "That's our tight end right there." Uh, Matt goes out and he plays tight end and says, "Hey coach, I'm a running back." And I'm like, "Golly, Matt, you're nine foot tall and you got the softest hands I've ever seen. You're tight end, but you know what? Well, you know, if if your heart's into running, we're just you know, we'll." We'll move guys around. We'll, we'll, I want to put you in the best possible position for you to be successful. You know, team first, but the best possible place for you to be successful. So I said, Matt, no problem. I, I want you to learn both. And uh, then, obviously, Francisco went down uh, early uh, and then went up to varsity. Uh, so uh, Matt immediately went to running back, and he was our, 100, or was our number one guy at running back the whole year. Never really got him back at tight end. But I, I, I still love Matt as a tight end. You know, I just do. I love him as a tight end. So that's that's the that's the, that's the grief I've given Matt all year, all season.
1: Um, coach, uh, so you've been coaching for a very long time. Have you ever put in a thought that you can go pro, like in college or in the NFL? Uh,
0: as far as coaching, yes. I, I'm sorry, is me? Uh, if if um, it's, it's 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 surprisingly uh, the coaching world is a very small world. Uh, I can't tell you how many college coaches and uh, professional coaches, uh, meaning the Arizona Cardinals in particular, that I've worked with with and next to and been to conferences to. if If that was a lifelong goal for someone, it's certainly very obtainable. Uh, you could definitely go coach at the college level. you could go definitely go coach at the pro level. There's a lot of opportunities for you. Uh, you have to understand though, if if you go to the college or pro level, you are going to you're gonna live your life out of a suitcase. Me? I'm I'm an Arizona guy I lived my entire life in Arizona but I'm staying home I'm gonna coach high school football I'm not going anywhere I don't want I don't want to live in a suitcase
3: absolutely absolutely I do I knew I had a friend growing up a family friend that was a co- college coach and it was I mean I think he's bounced around to I don't know 14 15 jobs in the last you know 20 years and moving around different cities family moving and it's not not for everybody I'll tell you that like definitely, not for me no. <laughs> that's not yeah any colleges on your radar matthew that you're interested in looking at for either basketball or football
4: Mm, not really i've been telling this to my parents since i was in middle school i'll go wherever i can you know get an opportunity no matter how big the school is how small the school is wherever i have the best chance
3: what are some uh matthew for you what are some of your most memorable moments you know from this past season um
4: I'd probably say the most memorable moment was uh, when I I went in for a tackle and then I was able to strip the ball ball carrier of the ball and then Jesse Ortiz who is a junior uh, he picked up the ball and ran in for his first touchdown mm-hmm. and just like the the excitement he had after the game and just like the the smiles when he scored that is. It just – it's probably the best moment I've had ever playing football. really
3: cool. Sure. Coach, what about you? Anything uh, stick out to you from this year that you'll take with you in your 20-plus years?
0: Yeah, I, uh, number one, this, is a, this was a fantastic group of kids to coach. Like, I, I enjoy being around these guys every – Day, I mean, and, then, and it's the, one of the problems is when your season ends, it, you you really you feel empty. Like Monday, Monday of this week came around, and it was the first time since, you know, July that we weren't together on all of us and all the kids, and so all the players. Um, I, it's just it was a it was a, it was my first year at Canyon View, and there was a great group of kids to coach. Uh, unfortunately, I'll remember that. I'll just remember that. I'll, I'll feel that I sold them short that I didn't have them prepared to win against uh Pasta Butte and Willow Canyon. I mean, I know it's a, it's a kind of a negative thing that I'll repeat over and over again, but I guess that'll be the biggest thing that stands out to me is I didn't have them prepared, ready to go uh, to win that, those two, two games. Coach, I
3: heard this. I have a couple of uh, students that I, I guess have you for science, or I, I don't know what class exactly, but they were telling me, you uh, have, a, have a, a gift for storytelling. They said like the the subject that you're teaching isn't all that fun, but they love your stories. Matthew, is there any uh, story that coaches told you guys in the locker room before game, bus rides, whatever? That's uh, that you'd care to share? That's school appropriate too. School
4: appropriate? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, Coach has a lot of stories, and uh, probably my favorite thing is when the when the fighter jets like will go over the school and then coach will look up and then just tell us exactly what model that is.
3: You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um, cool. Well, thank you guys very much for, for coming on, hanging out with us. Uh, we do have a little, I I don't know what to call it. Trivia game. Why, what would you, how do you describe this?
2: Um, it's exactly, it's a trivia game or just get a guess your answer.
3: So we're going to, for this episode, since we got two of you, we're going to match up, um, Coach, against you, Matthew. You guys are gonna be going head up a little bit. There's how many questions you got today, Wyatt? Uh, we got five questions. Five questions, all football uh, obs- I, I guess what do you want to call it? Football obscure, obscure football trivia. Yeah, it's just random trivia, basically. So we're going to see, uh, unfortunately, we're not competing for anything. We could not uh, pull off any prizes at this point, but maybe next time, maybe next time you guys come to campus, we'll, fi- we'll figure out something for you. But uh, yeah, but it's, now it's time to play a game. We like to call that Sure Obscure.
2: Well, that's obscure.
3: Well, today we got five
2: random questions all about football. And, you know, let's just dive straight into it. Question one. What native American language was broadcasted in Super Bowl 30? Wait, repeat that I didn't understand that. I, I didn't different. understand that either. Um okay. what native American language was I did not type this out at all.
3: <laughs> at all. What are you saying know. what what I don't language. know what happened. What Native American language was this first Super Bowl broadcast in? I guess. Yeah. So there but was. It's like, not
2: like the year or anything. It's the actual Native American
3: language, but I did not type that out at all. Okay. So this one's just for fun. We'll go. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I can take a guess, but I don't know. I know about two Native American languages. Any guesses, Matthew or coach, for Native American language? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't even know the. Uh, I don't even know if that's the name of the language, but I would guess Navajo. That's what I was. Code talkers, code yeah. talkers, Navajo. Yeah, well, that's guess.
3: It. Navajo code. Is that the correct answer? uh Huh? Nice Navajo code. There you go. That was what. That was my guess too. Navajo code uh, talkers. Well, that let's just scrap Why that. We can, we can only go up from here. What do you got next? All uh, right.
2: How many years does a player have to retire? Have to be retired to be eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Oh. Oh, I want to say it, but
4: <laughs>
0: any guess? I, no, I I'm was just, I'm just gonna go. I believe it's eight.
3: Hey, Matthew, you got a guess? Uh I thought it was six. I thought eight it was five. five. Is it five? Yeah, it's five. Five <laughs> years.
1: I knew <laughs> it.
2: I was like Of course Aaron would know it.
3: Aaron, Aaron, just because Aaron's a, I don't know, diehard is, I guess the best way to describe him, Miami Dolphins fan. So I don't I have been to a Dolphins fan. Since really
1: wild. I, a child. Cool.
0: I yeah. grew up a Dolphins fan. There's Yay. not many,
3: rounds, but it's they're they're going strong. Beautiful. All right, what do we got next?
2: Next question: What record-setting quarterback was drafted in 1979?
0: Draft uh, Joe Montana.
2: Joe Montana. Ooh. What record did he say? Wait, which record was it?
1: Multiple. <laughs> he said, more, I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
3: the well, he said multiple records.
1: Record. I thought he just meant one record. I was like, huh? Oh, multiple.
3: <laughs> multiple. Yeah. Uh. Came out of Notre Dame. Yep.
2: Yep. Next question: Who has scored the most points for the Broncos in all of their Super Bowls combined?
0: <sighs> Who's the kicker? <laughs> interesting. He was, uh, I, I believe it was the kicker. I'm trying to remember his name. And, uh, he was on, they had a, a reality TV show called buying Alaska. And I'm pretty sure he was on that show I was uh, watching some, some Saturday, some Saturday afternoon, not doing anything. I was watching TV and he, was a show called buying Alaska where you're buying a home in Alaska and he was buying it. I can't remember his name.
3: Uh, I, are you thinking of, um, I have their kicker now, McManus, on my fantasy team, actually. But it was – was it Jason Elam? Was he the kicker?
0: Yeah, I think it was, right? I think it was Jason Elam, right? I can't remember his name. This is a trivia question. Is that (laughs) correct? Why Jason Elam?
3: I got
2: John Elway. John Elway,
0: the quarterback? He scored – he – yeah. He – did he score?
3: I don't know. Did he score? I mean,
0: you you throw a touchdown pass, it's the receiver that scores. And if he gives the ball to uh, TD – the drill. Yeah. Well, he, 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 did he scored. He got, John he got twenty-four
2: the point. all combined in three Super Bowls. Say that again. He had what? Uh, twenty-four points for himself. Like he scored them all, so he yeah, ran. like he ran them in.
1: Oh, uh, was it that game where he did the helicopter dive? The he- oh, I don't know. Remember, remember he got hit and he like it was like the famous where he got spinned around yeah i do remember that hit he uh he
3: scored well they they won two super bowls but i think he was in what like three or four total or something like that because they had lost some earlier in his lost one at least earlier in his career believe oh he
0: lost uh he lost uh, i want to say he lost three super bowls he lost lost to the giants i know in one um he lost to the giants he lost to doug williams and uh washington in one and uh, i'm pretty sure he lost uh, another one yeah before before he won
3: he was a great baseball player matthew another two sport athlete so uh,
0: well uh, here's some interesting like trivia so much uh oh, wow. i like trivia too uh when he when he didn't go to the uh, colts the colts drafted him and he decided not to go to the colts and play for the new york yankees in the uh in baseball he actually went and he played on the circuit and one of the individuals he played against was a longtime baseball coach from agafree named ed wolf so ed wolf had met joe montana i'm sorry uh john elway when john elway was pursuing the baseball career not he said even when he was playing baseball there was no doubt he was going to the nfl just yeah. at the time they were having that little thing he said nicest guy in the world said he even though he was coming out of college he still took care of like he's in the minor leagues uh-huh. he took care of those players and everything you know, they, they had they had it they had it a lot better than uh yeah. When he was competing against them.
3: yeah minor league baseball is, i love going to minor league baseball games so that's a tough they're in a tough spot right now a lot of them are getting shut down and and all that you know a lot of clubs and, organizations so it's too bad i know they shortened the draft this year but yeah good good time so there you go matthew he was first round. tyler murray too another first rounder oh, in- yeah you know so beautiful why what do we got last question
2: yep last question what sportscaster posted an nfl coaching record of 103 wins 22 losses and seven draws
0: or ties whatever oh I don't know if John. I don't know if John Madden won that many games.
3: Yeah, I was going to say. Madden.
0: No, I was thinking Madden it was the first one that came to my mind. Matthew,
2: you got a guess? No, I don't. It's Joe Madden, uh, not Joe. John, Joe John,
3: Madden. Madden. John Madden. John Madden. John <laughs> Madden. There you go. Madden. Madden football. Yeah, he was great. He was a. He was a great. He, I always miss him on the Thanksgiving uh, games. Now, you know, yeah. For how many years? But yeah he always did the turkey like presentation at the end and all that. So this year to be different, but thank you guys very much for, uh, for coming on plane. Um, I know it, you know, season ended, I guess somewhat abruptly, but didn't get as many games in, as you wanted, but uh, we thank you very much and nothing but the best for, uh, for you, especially Matthew, as you get into basketball potentially now and, uh, you know, and coach for the, for next season, building the program up. So thank you very much. So coach Huff and Matthew Sarsosa's JV. A season might be over. JVB season just ended last night. That's why it's squad. Uh, and but varsity has one more game, and that is Friday night, seven o'clock, cross-town rivals, Agua Fria. Now, there is an outside chance they could make the playoffs, depending on what happens in some other games. They need some help. They need a couple other teams to lose. And they, I mean, I guess potentially you never know with COVID what might happen. Teams might back out or, or things of that nature. Hopefully not. Hopefully everybody's healthy, but but it's it's obviously a possibility. So Right now, it looks like the Agua Fria game Friday night is the last game on the schedule for the varsity football team. It's also the last game for fall sports. Winter sports right now are all up in the air. I don't know if you guys have been following the latest with um, the AIA, with some of the different things going on in the state of Arizona with COVID numbers, but right now all winter sports, so that's basketball, soccer, wrestling are on hold. And it's very likely, I would say, that that, those, that season will get pushed back until after Christmas break. So hopefully get them started up in January. But you never know. So that's where we're at with Canyon View Sports. Uh, now we transition to our final segment of the show, and that is called What Did I Miss?
4: What did I miss? What did I miss?
1: Welcome back to What I Miss. And today I will be talking about the draft lawyer that happened last night. And I think this was a great draft. But a lot of people speculated that LaMelo Ball would go first into the draft. But it was actually Anthony Edwards. And overall, I think that it was a good pick by the Minnesota Timberwolves to pick Anthony Edwards. They need somebody, a playmaker. Because Anthony Edwards reminds me of a little bit of D. Wade. And then second overall went to James Wiseman, the Warriors. Warriors needed that center, that big man who can help around. He's a playmaker. He's a good body on the paint. He's a great player. I've seen a lot of his film videos and stuff like that. And number three, it was LaMelo Ball going to the Charlotte Hornets, which was a very interesting pick, what I believe. But it was a good pick overall. He'll be going to the Charlotte Hornets where Michael Jordan owns the team. So I feel like he was going to get mentored by him, and I feel like he's going to be a good player for them and change their franchise around.
3: Yeah, you know, the the draft, it's always hard, I think. I I, I love watching the draft. I've always – Every year, I sit down and watch the draft, the NBA draft. This year was obviously weird, having it in November versus June. But and there was also no real star player in this year's draft. I think the thing that is tricky is is trying to evaluate who did well right now. You know, we look back. You know, usually you need to wait at least three to five years to see who you know really panned out. I, I mean, I like what the Warriors did. Obviously, the news came out uh, earlier that Clay Thompson now is done for the season. He tore his Achilles after sitting out all last season with, you know, tearing his knee. So you you hate to see that. But James Wiseman, I think, is a good fit for them, you know, under normal circumstances.
1: I think the best player in in this draft right now is probably James Wiseman. I think that's what I believe. Because overall, he's just an amazing player What I've seen. reminds me of a bit of a Dikembe Mutombo, sort of. That's why I would give him out.
3: Yeah, I think he's a lot like Chris Bosch, plays a lot like Chris Bosch. That's who he reminds me of. But, you know, we honestly really didn't get to see him. Other than watching YouTube highlights, I believe he only played in, like, three games or something like that for Memphis this year. So it's not like we have this huge sample size to see him. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, A lot lot of good, solid players, you know, picked in this draft that I think could be good, solid NBA players. I'm a big Duke fan, and this is the first time in – I believe 10 years. I want to say like 2010 or something like that where a Duke player has not been drafted in the first round. So that was a little different, but um, you know, especially coming off last year where they had three in the top 10 with Zion and uh, RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish. So that was a, that was interesting, but we'll see. I think they could all have good careers. Wyatt, What do you got this week? I'm talking about
2: the amazing catch by Deandre Hopkins is now being nicknamed the Hale Murray by Kyler Murray of the Cardinals. So on Sunday, they played the Bills, and you know, I I honestly thought the game was over. I thought Cardinals were gonna lose to the Bills. I Mean the Bills are a great team, they are doing pretty good this season. What are they seven and two or seven and
1: three now? Seven and three highly. now.
2: Yeah. I mean, that that's still amazing. Uh Cardinals six and three, obviously, but uh well. You know, this catch was so incredible, and I don't know why I'm talking about on what I've missed. If you missed this catch, you have to be living under a rock. Everyone knows about it. it it's so amazing that SportsCenter teased it on its top 10 highlights. And, you know, Sports Center it doesn't really do this for number one or even all 10. I mean, they'll highlight a couple of them. But usually, number one, they keep it to, they keep it a secret until it's finally coming out. But, you know, they teased it with uh, the quote, well, I think we know which play is going to be number one. And, I mean, that, that's crazy. DeAndre Hopkins, amazing catch by him.
3: Cardinals, uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, it was a great catch, no, no doubt. I think, though I'm a little leery to put it, you know, there's been other catches that I think were bigger. I think just the fact that this is new. Uh, you know, in terms of meaning, this is a, a regular season game. Uh, obviously, it was a good Cardinals win. It sets them up, you know, if they can uh, beat the Seahawks, it really sets them up, you know, to be in the driver's seat in the NFC West, but it, it was a regular season game, you know, we're, we're in get week, what, eight, nine of the season, something like that. So, you know, the the catches that stick out to me in terms of the best ones I've ever seen or, you know, or whatever is uh, the Franco Harris, like Pittsburgh Steelers one from the 1970s. You also have the, you um, I can't think of his name, but the uh, the David Tyree is that his name for the Giants that caught in that Super Bowl with Eli Manning when the Patriots were eighteen and zero headed into the game. Uh, great catch, and then Julian Edelman's catch in the Super Bowl uh, two years ago, I believe it was. Was that it? Um, huge catch where the ball was like kind of pinned against the ground a little bit. You know they reviewed it. So those are the catches that really uh, stick out to me. But I mean it was impressive. I mean don't get me wrong, Hopkins going up between three guys and making that catch was. Was not not bad. Have you practiced that catch, Wyatt? Is that something you guys are doing at practice? Hail no, mary? Not, not at all.
2: How often do you practice hail mary plays? It or any um, game? I'm trying to think. Only when we're messing around uh, at the beginning of practices. That's the only time. But did you guys ever play uh, three flags up growing up? Is that a
3: game people um, Not sure. I. I think I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever played it. That was – when I was growing up, that was such a huge game. We would play it at the park all the time where basically you have a quarterback that goes to one end of the, you know, field and usually, you know, 10, 20 yards away, and he just tosses balls up as high as he can, and then the rest of you all fight for the ball in the air, and it was called three flags up because once you make three catches, then you become the quarterback, and then the quarterback goes into receiver mode. So, you know, it's usually like five, six guys just fighting for the ball, trying to go up and get it, and everything's legal, you know, pushing, shoving all that stuff, you know, no pass interference. You just got to go get it. So, Well, I
2: definitely, I definitely have played what you're talking about, but I think it's been changed so much from back in your day. And then now, like, we do the exact same thing is where you catch enough, but we base it on points. So the quarterback or whoever's throwing the ball will, you know, say the amount of points that they're throwing the ball for. And you need, like, 500. I'm pretty sure the game's actually called 500 and – 500 points then you take the quarterback's spot and you just throw it, kick it. There's so many different details and information on it, but
3: yeah, that it it is a fun game. I encourage people to play it. Maybe that's how Hopkins made that catch. I wonder if he uh, credits that. We'll see. Probably does. (laughs) Probably. Who knows? He's a great player though. Absolutely outstanding player. Kyler Murray too is, is really good. So for me, what did I miss? I'm, I'm sticking football, but I'm going to the high school ranks. I don't know if you guys have caught this story. I, I, are you guys on TikTok? Wyatt Aaron? Uh, I do not use TikTok. I do no. not use TikTok either. Okay, so maybe you haven't seen that. I mean, it's on, I think it's been on Twitter too, but, so this story is um, a a video that's gone viral on TikTok. So it's from a high school called Stevenson High School, which is in Michigan. And basically, it's a, it's a clip of them. There's two different videos and together on TikTok, they've garnered at this point I think they're around 20 million views between the two but it's basically just football players singing in the locker room uh, I'm gonna play one for you guys oh I saw this on Instagram but not on yeah. TikTok. okay I so think. yeah it, it is making the rounds but it's uh it's huge so let me let me play this video the, the player's name that's kind of the, fo- the feature the focus of this uh, video is called Caden Woodall so here's his clip And so the clip, you know, keeps going and, and they, they do the whole song and dance. That's the first one. So that one I think is, I want to say it's around like 13 million. Views or something like that on TikTok, and then there's another one which is a little old school song
1: you guys may have heard of. Uh, I've water. never seen a locker room music dance <laughs> of Justin Bieber in my life. Hey, that's what—that's why it went viral, though. That's—that's
3: that's what you Wyatt. What's the the song that you guys go to after a post game victory?
2: Um, honestly, you just listen to whatever you want. You have your headphones in on the bus. <laughs> we don't really blast any music, man. It's that's kind of unfortunate, but.
1: Who, know, do we, I mean, who do we need to
3: <laughs> That that see that needs to be changed. That need that that bothered me. I we we should have asked Coach Huff about this when we had him. But uh, I think as a coach, you need to encourage that. You see, you know, yeah. you guys did I mean, why not? Can not You getting twenty million views? Well, un- unfortunately, the one time that we were blasting music, the bus driver
2: told us to turn it off, and we are freshmen and did not listen, and we kept on playing it, and we had to run for a couple practices after that because of that. So.
3: After that, we haven't really played music out loud. This is, this is terrible. I mean, what's what's this world coming to if you can't play music loud after a win, you know? I know. I, I don't know. We got we to gotta get that figured out. I'll make some calls oh, I to get that figured out for next year. But yeah, so there's another video. They do a pina colada, same type of thing, same type of dance. But uh, Stevenson High School, Caden Woodall. Caden's actually... Uh, pretty good football player. He's he's going to Harvard on a football scholarship. I'm I'm assuming that means he's a very good student as well. So, uh he was the guy kind of leading the uh the charge, but yeah, crazy. Crazy to me that uh, just simple things like that can uh, bring joy to so many people. So, so that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening, everyone out there. Episode 9 in the books. Uh thank you Wyatt and Aaron. Did you guys uh, have fun today? Yep. Yes. Did, did you learn, learn anything new? Um, a little bit. Doing, doing the football trivia, yes, I, I did. Yeah, we got to work on that. Why your questions were a little of a step down. The Navajo one uh, didn't really get, but hey, yeah. you know, we, we're we don't le- talk about that one. No, we're we're learning. You know, we'll just we'll edit that one right out. Probably not, but that's okay. But thank you very much for listening. We will be back uh, soon with the next segment. We are out.